You're listening to the Be Well, Be Wild podcast. I'm Jenny Wolf, and with over 13 years of coaching experience, I know a thing or two about transforming the way you live, love, and lead. If you're looking to wildly upgrade your life, relationships, productivity, mental, physical, spiritual well-being, then you're in the right place. My goal on this podcast is to show you how to authentically leverage greater well-being, connection, and leadership to create true joy and lasting success at home and work. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, skills, and mindset shifts required to say bye to the status quo life and hello to being well and wildly successful. Welcome back to the podcast. So today I want to share with you some of the best advice that I have ever received. One was from a mentor a long, long time ago. And then I actually got the same message again from a spiritual mentor actually just a few weeks ago. And I'm going to share this advice, but I want to dig deeper into it to understand the really the behind the scenes for why it can get us out of our own way and into action from a more powerful place. What I have heard from a lot of my clients through coaching these past few years, um, almost 10 years now, is often we avoid the action that we're, that really is going to contribute to us creating our best life, the life that we really want to be living, that we maybe dream about or we yearn for, but we often feel like is not possible. We avoid the action, um, the pool that we have, um, because we feel like we have to get back to doing what we're supposed to be doing or what we should be doing. And here, I want to first just acknowledge that that is normal Um, and I want to normalize that, but I am guessing that you are listening to this podcast because you do truly want to be living your dream life and to start to actually step into action from this more powerful place that you know is possible for you. Um, And Here's the thing is that this is something, I feel like we never overcome this. We never overcome this resistance, this um, un, being uncomfortable, right? Because the saying is new level, new devil. It's like no matter what you're going through in your life, you know, maybe, you know, it's really uncomfortable for you to have a certain conversation with your partner, or maybe you are really uncomfortable posting your things on social media and, and showing up there. Or maybe it's asking for a promotion. Maybe it's leaving the corporate world and starting a side hustle, right? Whatever your pool is that you're getting, if you're finding that you're resisting it, then that is just because you're resisting the the uncomfortability of it all, right? It's more comfortable, even if it might be painful, it's more comfortable for you to stay where you are than to step into something new that you are not familiar with. That's not predictable. So our resistance or our avoidance comes from this uncomfortability. And so I remember this was early on in my business. And I remember when I was when I had my wellness business. So I used to be a nutrition coach. 
um, and a personal trainer and I had a wellness business and I was fairly successful, had a client wait list. And, um, I wanted to start to take my business online. I wanted to start to share my experiences and some value with people online. However, I was really resisting posting. I was resisting writing the blog and posting it. And I remember I was talking to a mentor at this time and I went in to see her and she was like, what's going on? What are you, you know, what are you struggling with? And like a lot of us, you know, I was like, you know, I know I need to do this thing, this first step. I had this vision, but like, I could not get over that hump. Like I could not even get myself to sit down and write the blog, let alone the thought of posting it felt so uncomfortable. And she said something to me (laughs) that really hit home and kind of lit a fire under my ass, to be honest. And I often think about it. And it was this. So she said, well, why would you do this? You know, and and why is it so hard? You know, like, don't you see other people doing this? And I remember I was like, yeah, like, I think, you know, I see other people doing this. And like, I don't know what they have that I don't. There's something that I am missing. What am I missing? And here's the thing about coaching that I love, right, is that we're often not asking ourselves the right questions. Like that is not the right question. What do you have that someone else doesn't? Really, she just simplified it for me. And she said, Jenny, like, I think you're asking the wrong question. And the only difference between you and them is that they're in action. They're actually doing it and you're not. So hear that for yourself. The only difference between the people that you might be looking at that are doing the thing that you want to do or have the thing that you want to have or whatever, fill in the blank, is because they're showing up and maybe you are not. And while that might be hard to hear, I think you know if it's true for you, right? You know if you have been resisting or avoiding that action that you need to take. And so that was really powerful for me because it made me take action on that first blog. And just like when I talk to my clients, you know, maybe they're up against this. It's usually something really simple. It's like I had a client needed to write an email to her email list, right? To share what she was up to in her business. And she was really resisting that and felt really uncomfortable. Um, I had another client that was going to post a video, right? So it can be the, or another one that had to have a conversation, right? So there's all these different things. And often we're so in our head about it and we make it such a big deal when in reality it is very minor. And so, you know, the saying is you're making a mountain out of a molehill. And that's really what's happening is it seems so significant before you take the action. As soon as you take the action, you in reflection, look back and you're like, why in the hell did I make that such a big deal? And I hear this over and over again, right? And I think when you know that, when you know that you get to the other side, that you're going to be like, yeah, why did I make this such a big deal? You start to see that it's less significant, right? No one, um, I think no one is uh, unaffected by this, right? Like we all struggle with this in some way, but obviously like this idea of just do it doesn't always work, right? Because we're in our head about it. We're making it really significant. We're making it mean something. We're, and then we start to do maybe what I did back in the day, which was, well, what do they have that I don't? It's like, that is not the right question. It's just that they're showing up and you're not, or I wasn't. And 
the thing that is so important with this is that to know is that on the other side of it, you gain so much clarity by taking action. And if we start to relate to the act of showing up, of taking the action, of doing the thing as the win, it's going to become easier. So this perception is super important. And once I got this, I was like, oh my gosh, like, okay, this makes so much sense. And it makes things so much easier, still uncomfortable, but I can do it with ease. And this is what I see my clients doing. So here we are. You instead, normally what's happening is that we're thinking about the result, the result of what's going to happen after the action. So let's just use the example of someone not wanting to post a video, right? It's their first video. They just recorded it. And all they can think about is how bad it is and what are people going to think? And it's not as great as they wanted it to be. Um, so they keep on re-recording the video and they don't share it. So all they're thinking about is what people are going to think of them. And, you know, maybe even like, are people going to like it? Am I going to get subscribers? You know, we're thinking about the result of what's going to happen after the action. And is it going to be good or is it going to be bad? That's what we're questioning. Like, oh, if I get a bunch of likes and people subscribe, then that means that I did something good and that was a win. And if I don't, then that means I was a failure and it was a failure and this is never going to work. And so we relate to the result, which is out of our control, which is why we avoid it. We relate to it as something that is going to mean something about us. So if it's good, that means I'm good. If it's bad, that means I'm bad. And so instead, if we just start to think about the win is actually showing up, which means that if I don't show up, then I am failing. But I know that if I show up, that that's a win and I'm going to get some clarity from that. Whether it goes well or not, it doesn't matter because the win was in showing up and I'm going to get clarity and I'm going to know what I need to do next. So they usually say, you know, like, Failure is a lesson. So now I'm going to know what I need to do next. I have more information to know what the next step is. So start to relate to you showing up, doing the thing as as the win. And that is something to celebrate. It's like, cool, I actually showed up. I had this hard conversation. I have no control over what happens after that. I have no control over what people think of this video and how it goes. But I'm going to learn how to be a better communicator, how to be a better speaker, how to whatever it is, right? You fill in the blank. And so we start to build trust with ourselves by showing up. The more and more that we avoid showing up for ourselves and avoid these pulls and these calls that we're getting to do something, the less trust we have with ourselves because we just don't trust ourselves. We're we're basically reinforcing this fact that we don't trust ourselves because we don't know. We're like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle it. It's like, yeah, you're going to be able to handle it. You'll be able to handle it. You've handled worse things. Um, So we start to build trust with ourselves by stepping into action. I think that's something that's really important to remember. And so a question that I often ask myself and I ask my clients this too is, If you trusted yourself, what would you do? 
If you trusted yourself in this situation, what would you do? And whether you decide to do that or not, you now know it takes the pressure off just for a moment and it gives you some insight in terms of what would the action that I would take if I actually trusted myself? Oh, I would write the blog and post it because I would trust myself that no matter what happened as a result of that, that I'd be okay and things would work out. Okay. So the other thing that a mentor said to me recently, it's my, one of my spiritual mentors and I went to see him and we're, I'm kind of in a transition and some things in my business right now. And, um, he said something to me that was so powerful and gave me this visual that I want to share with you, which is this is we're not going to see the whole path laid out in front of us, right? So when we're taking an action, we would prefer to be able to know what step, you know, 12 is before we take step one and two, because then it's predictable, it's familiar, we can see the clear path and we know everything that's going to happen. However, that's just not how this works. Most of the time we plan to act, to stay out of action, right? It's like, I would rather be over here and stay in my comfortable little bubble on the sidelines out of, you know, out of the field, off the field and watch what's happening and watch what everybody else is doing. So I can see and start to strategize and figure out what is the best way and how do they do it? And what is the path that they took and how can I copy that and do that differently? Right? Like that is a lot more comfortable to do to talk about how other people are doing it and how the best way to do it than to actually be on the field doing the work in action. And so we often will stay out of action because we want to plan, we want to perfect, and we want to know, we want to create some level of certainty so that we can be safe and comfortable and know what's going to happen. Of course you want certainty. And that's, you know, we don't want to blame ourselves for that. You are human. We're human. We want to, we want certainty, which is great, but it can come at the cost of us doing what we're really here to be doing. And so when we start to have the costs outweigh the benefits of, of being comfortable then that's when we start to step into action. So knowing that you're not going to have this whole path laid out in front of you, that you got to take one action and then the next one will be presented and then the next one will be presented. And that being with that uncertainty, that unpredictability of what step 12 is when you're in step one is part of this process. So the visual is this, is like you're crossing a river and the goal is to get on the other side of the river. And most of the time, most of the time we're wanting in this scenario, what we want to do is we want to see all of the rocks across the river to see, to see, okay, I'm going to go to this one, then this one, then this one, then this one, in order to get across the river. We want to see all those rocks laid out. And that's how we're doing life. Like I want to see all of the stones and how I'm going to get there. And it's like we want the aerial view and we want to maybe connect the dots before we start. And it doesn't work like that. What happens is we look in front of us and we see, okay, where can I step right now? 
okay, I'm going to step here. And this is the action that you're being called to do. Small or big, it doesn't matter. Small is great. I actually encourage it. And then once you step on that stone, the next one appears. So it's as if the universe is like, okay, you need to step here and then I'll lay the next one. And then you're going to step on that one and then I'll put the one, the next one in front of you. And it may not look how you thought it was going to look. You might go left. You might go right. You might go straight. You might even go a little bit backwards, right? It's not linear. And we want our logical mind, our ego wants that linear path, wants it to be super clear, wants the rocks to be perfectly laid out. At least mine does, right? I want them all a foot away from each other (laughs) and easy to step on, right? I want to see it all. But in reality, that's just not how it works. And I think when I started to get a grasp of this visual, it also gave me this level of trust that like, I don't need to see everything. I just need to focus on what my next action is. And then I'll know what my next one is. I'm going to trust that I know that that next rock will be laid and I'll know what that one is. So I hope this helps with you understanding this process. And I think something else that can be powerful here, I think he actually shared this with me too, which was most people, what they expect of themselves in this process too, is to have these huge rocks, right? It's like we want the the next action is really large that we're expecting ourselves to get the next outcome or whatever. So it's almost like there's these huge boulders in the middle of the river that we're crossing, but there's just a few of them, but the space between them is really large. So you would have to make a really big leap in order to get to that ne- next action. And so often we'll avoid taking action because we're looking at something very big and grand and it requires us to take a really big leap. And while this is sometimes necessary and yeah, you might be called to do that, I would encourage you to say, okay, what would me, what would my, my, if I was going to put just one rock down, what would that be before I take this really big leap? It's like, what's the bridge to, to this next boulder? How do I build that bridge? And what is the next action, the next step that I need to take that will get me closer to that instead of expecting myself to take a really big leap? So it would be like starting a YouTube channel. You're just doing a video. You know, the goal is to maybe get so many subscribers and all you're thinking about is having, you know, 50 videos and so many hours of content viewed and so much, you know, so many subscribers, yet the action that you really need to be focusing on is just recording that one video and getting it posted and showing up there, right? So maybe it's showing up to a conversation. Maybe it's initiating a conversation. Maybe it's posting one post and just seeing like, oh, that really wasn't that big of a deal. Why did I make it such a big deal? And then figure out what is my next action. Okay, great. Celebrate it. That's amazing. I did that, right? Celebrate those small actions and then focus on the next one. So something with this too that I have been working on is I will even just ask the question like out into the universe, God, whatever you believe in and say, show me my next action. What is my next action that that I need to take? If I am feeling like I'm not really sure, 
if I'm questioning myself, I'll just say, hey, give me a sign. Show me what this next action is. And that can start to just build our trust with ourselves. And you're relying then on your intuition instead of looking at the path that you should be taking. You're relying more on your gut and your heart rather than some logical decision that honestly, most of the time (laughs) is not the way that leads us to our true desires. So part of this is trusting yourself and not looking external for the way that it should be done or at other people and asking what do they have that you don't has nothing to do with that. The only difference is that they're showing up and you're not and it's time to show up and it's time to ask the universe or God, hey, show me what my next step is. Or to ask yourself, hey, if you trusted yourself, what would you do? When we get into action, we actually have things to coach. Like we can start to coach ourselves because when we're not in action, we're just trying to plan and avoid and we don't have anything to work on. So what I mean by that is you often do not know what you need to improve upon until you actually start doing the work, until you start, until you are in the process and seeing yourself and how you're operating within it. And so I think that this is the first hurdle. It's like get in action because you're going to learn something. Maybe you hate it. <laughs> Maybe you love it. Maybe you are like, oh, I like this part, but I don't like that part. And so start to get in action so that you can see what you need to work on. What is next for you? And I want to finish up with this quote that I read often, 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 and it's by Theodore Roosevelt. And this is what it says. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes up short again and again, because there is no effort without error or shortcoming, but who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, At least he fails while daring greatly. So I leave that with you because I love this part that there is no effort without error or shortcoming. And part of this process is knowing that, yeah, you might take action and come up short. The win though is that you showed up and that you took the action And now you're going to know what to do next time. You're going to be better informed to know what to do next time. The other part I love about this is that it's not the critic who counts, right? It's not the person who is pointing fingers and saying where people could have done better and all of that. But the credit belongs to the man who is actually doing the work or woman, (laughs) right? It's the person that is in the arena that is doing the work. 
And so when you show up, that means that you're actually in the arena. And otherwise, if we're sitting on the sideline, probably all we're doing is pointing fingers. We're not learning much over there. So here's your invitation to start to show up, to ask, show me what the next step is, to ask yourself if you trusted yourself, what would you do? And I invite you to journal on that question. What would your, how would your life be differently? How would your life be different, good or bad, if you trusted yourself? What would you do differently? Is there anyone in your life that wouldn't be in your life any longer? Would you have more of some other people in your life? What would your connections be like? What would your day-to-day be like if you trusted yourself? So answer some of those questions. See what comes up for you. And I am so excited that I got to share this with you today because it is something that I am experiencing in my own life, showing up, right? We, the saying is new level, new devil, right? When we're called to do something new, it's always going to feel significant again. And so I want you to know that no matter where you are in your process and your journey, that this is all normal and it doesn't go away. And that is our work. And that is the contract that we signed when we showed up, right? When we showed up here was to have these lessons. So I hope that supports you on your journey and I will catch you guys on the next podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you took some value from today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the inspiration on Instagram by following along at WellWolf or visiting the website at wellwolf.com. I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. In the meantime, be well, be wild.